Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That's fucking minging, that. I tell you what, that is fucking men against fucking boys all over the fucking park. It's fucking weak as piss, they are. Fucking weak as piss. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Rotor Report podcast. As you can tell, I'm not in the best fettle at the minute. Uh, it's Gavia and Sunderland have just been beaten by the team placed 91st in the English football pyramid, just to give you an idea of how bad the team that just beat Sunderland are. And today I'm joined by Malk, how are we doing? Was that a daft question? I'm good, thanks, mate. Well, I, I was good till this bloody game yeah. started and then I'm having a bit of a mare, but... Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's a challenging day as we get used well, to. Well, yeah, we're going to get into yeah, that, I guess. I'm, I'm well personally, mate, apart from the football. Yeah, don't blame you, mate. Ant, Antia, how are you doing, mate? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm uh, good, good, good personally, but football-wise, absolutely sodding raging, to be honest. Yeah, well, let's just get straight into it, eh? I mean, let's do we, it. Lost, um, we lost 1-0, as I just said, to Mansfield Town. I can't believe I'm actually saying that. Um, 1-0... Yes, they scored, we didn't, against a team who are second bottom of League Two, and that just about says it all. Sonnen's performance was horrendous from start to finish. We never looked like scoring, I think. We maybe hit the bar early on, so I suppose we were close, but even then I think Danny Graham, um, if he hadn't have tried to head the ball, it would have just hit him and went in. And as the game progressed, uh, they went on to score, a bit of suspect defending on our part, um, the ball comes out from a set piece, I think, and nobody goes across to close the man down, crossing the ball in from about 35 yards out. It's a great ball, to be fair, and it's a great header. Uh, you could probably whinge a little bit about Dion Sanderson's placement. He does get beaten to the ball, but in my opinion, it does shouldn't get that far. Um, and we just don't respond. It's it's as simple as that, son, and don't respond. I mean, we do have plenty of the ball. Mansfield allow us the ball, though. It's not as if they were trying to get at us and, and get a second goal. And even then, we just couldn't break them down. And uh, Phil Parkinson's solution to that was to um, bring on a host of substitutes and change nothing about his tactical plan. So Aidan O'Brien, a centre-forward who came from the Championship and we were told is a goal scorer, went to left wing-back. Um, I can't even remember who else came on. Charlie Wyke came on and done nothing different to what Danny Graham did. I, mean, I think he came close with a head. He brought Embleton on, mate. He was the other one, wasn't he? And uh, he did okay, arguably. Yeah, and uh, Embleton came on for Maguire, who looked as bad as he's ever looked for Sunderland. Chris Maguire, mm. he just didn't look bothered today. And all in all, it was about as bad as it gets. I mean, it was your typical cup performance when you just caught, you, you, you kind of meekly 
uh, rumble out and, and don't really put up much of a fight. Um, Malka, I mean, I know I've skimmed over most of it there, but your feelings on, on that after, after seeing what someone served up today? Well, they didn't serve up, did they? Um, you know, they, they served up very little. And uh, interestingly, there's a bunch of fireworks going off out the back of my house right now, and that's the best excitement I've had all afternoon. Now it's dark because that was just grim, you know. We were okay at the back, apart from the goal, which I agree was well taken. Uh, we had no midfield. Uh, we had width um, on both flanks, which obviously we can talk about a little bit more later on. Uh, we had no attacking, you know, we had no attacking prowess at all. Um, and and I agree with your comment about O'Brien being the weirdest substitute I think I've seen for several years, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I wrote something recently, uh, it might have been in one of the richest pieces that, you know, if we get beat, I'm, I'm not bothered as long as we lose proving other methods and other approaches and other players and other strategies and tactics. And today it was just more of the same, and we got beat by a a team that that can't win for love and money. Mm. So not great. And how about you? Mm. Ah, yeah, just toothless, weren't we? I mean, it's it's kind of it's been coming though, hasn't it? Something like that, because in the last few games we've had a little bit of luck with Ipswich getting a man sent off, a little bit of luck last week with Gilliam getting a man sent off. Then we're getting penalties when we haven't looked as if we're being particularly you know better than than empty. But this is against. A League Two side, or as you said, second or third off bottom, wherever they are, and this is a, the thing that that that's really infuriating us at the minute. Is this was a chance for like a few of these players who everyone is going on? Why is Will Grigg not playing? Why is you know Max Max Power on the bench and all this stuff like that? Well, we've just watched ninety minutes of you know the only people I can really see who can't come out with any with not much criticism. Anyways, probably Conor McLaughlin, Jack Diamond, Elliot Embleton when he came on. And um, Cal McFadden, the rest of them were absolutely disgusting. It was a disgusting performance, to be honest. You know, and I know everyone's like saying, "Oh, well, the cup doesn't matter." But yes, it does when you're getting beat one nil off a team who were, you know, inferior to you. You know, and it's and now all credit to Mansfield because they came, had a job, they had a job, they did the job very well, and they scored a nice goal. But it's just infuriating, mm. absolutely infuriating that we're like having to having to watch, having to pay a tenner to watch that, basically. <laughs> Aye, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I know they're just getting a new manager, so mm-hmm. um, obviously that comes with a little bit of enthusiasm, you'd think, in the dressing room. Maybe maybe the players who play today for Mansfield were thinking, well, if I impress, I might you know, force my way into the manager's plans. But I think that's, that's probably given us too much of a short shrift, you know. It, it, just, it was poor. It, I, can't, mm. I can't say it enough, really, and we will get on to the individual performances soon. But um, if there was one thing today... Uh, I know if that ants just ticked over a few of them, some positives. Is there any that you can take from, from the game? Sorry about the noise in the background, fellas. The uh, It's bonfire night, so there's some stuff going uh, on. Y- y- um, I think it's going on everywhere. I don't worry, I can hear it. It's how it is this time me. of year, and it's like, like I say, I wish there was a bit more frigging gunpowder on the pitch today, <laughs> but never mind. Um, positives uh, McFadden had a good debut. Definitely, I agree with your point there, Ant. Um, he showed a lot of kind of craft and capability. Um, you know, I don't want to get too carried away, but if Denver Hume takes a knock and needs a couple of weeks off, he looks like a good deputy. Um, he could even push Denver for the role. Um, you know, in the first jersey, you don't know. Diamond had a, a decent game, uh, but his problem was he was whipping them in, and we just had nobody on the eighteen-yard box, kind of ready to 
get in front of the defenders. Um, so I thought Diamond had a, a decent game. Um, Greg showed elements of promise, but we're still not playing the way Greg wants to play. Um, so we might well beat them up in a minute with numbers, but uh, there's still an argument that that isn't a fair crack for the lad. Um, if you want them to look for negatives, Gav, uh, better stop now because I'll never stop. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't want to go too in depth on this, Anne, because I imagine this will this will feature heavy tomorrow when the lads record the uh, the uh, review mm. show. But a lot of party out tweets after that game. Is it is it is it fair to be saying party out <laughs> right now? I mean, at my point, and I said <sighs> this, and that's I'll 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 definitely give my perspective before I let you talk, but um. I've said on Twitter that I am party out and I do feel like a bit of a hypocrite because it wasn't two minutes ago that I was saying this is fine, but I think I was kidding myself, if I'm honest. Um, The last series of performances have Mm. shown me there's something underlying there that we need to worry about. And today, capped it off, because that result today could have happened at any point in the last, what, three weeks maybe? Um, Like you said before, the last two results we've kind of been saved by decisions made by the referees so penalty decisions and red cards and so on and that could have happened against Ipswich it could have happened in the game before that I'm just worried that if something doesn't change soon this could this could lead to another season where we're, we're just batting outside of that top two where we should be um but what about you I, mm. I mean how are you feeling on that front yeah um you know, I said I said on Tuesday night when we all did when we did the ratings pod for the Ipswich game. I said I can't work out whether he's lucky or or a genius. And <laughs> today is kind of confirmed. He, he's just been lucky, hasn't he? You know, especially this season. Um, you know, if the if they're gonna change it, change it now. You know, change it now where there's where there is some managers who would jump at the chance to come and probably play better football. You know, you have got the Cowardly Brothers, you have got Paul Cook. You know, um, Gavin, our um, in our WhatsApp group, you alluded to Gustavo Poyet and. You know, there there is play, there is managers who will get more out of this team at the minute because we are just stumbling through games. Yes, you know, we're we're sixth in the league, four points off top of the game in hand, but we can't go on playing like this for two or three months because no. uh, uh, you know, evidently teams will find us out and then, you know, teams will just do what Mansfield done today. And, you know, they'll they'll come and defend for forty five minutes. We kinda of break through because we've got we haven't got enough up front. And then they'll go and try and have a ten, fifteen minutes crack at us in the second half. And we we just couldn't as soon as they scored you you knew we weren't going to score so yeah if if there is a chance I'm I wouldn't be I wouldn't lose any sleep if they did lose him and I will bring up a point that Jack Ross you know he got sacked roundabout this time way well, roundabout you know this time last year mm-hmm. for exactly the same we were we were probably sixth in the table weren't we yeah so you know if they're gonna do it they need to do it now for me you know what I mean that that day is just like I say it's absolutely pathetic so it wouldn't surprise us one jot however. I do think the owners will have the Mansfield Cup game very low on the list of priorities. I, I get, I get what you're saying. It probably is low down on the priority list, but it's the it's the manner of the performances for me, Mark. I don't know about you, but it do, the sort of the results are, and that again, I do. I know people are listening. This will say it, but I'll help hold up my hands. I sound like a hypocrite saying this, but the performances do do matter because it showed today that. After playing poorly for as long as we have today, we've lost against a crap team, and it's like, where does that end? Is this? Is, oh, I mean, are we really going to kick on from here? We're going to play better football. Is it? Is it going to improve? I'm struggling to see the positives in the way we're playing at the minute. Beyond um, players like uh, McFadzian today, Denver Hume regularly does this, and Jack Diamond. They're the three players we've got who can run at teams. But other than that, 
what have we really got to sing about? Yeah, I mean the one the one trump card, pardon the pun, with the bloody election <laughs> going on. Although I've heard he's just lost, which is a bonus. Well, that's one thing um, we're happy about. With the, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what well, one one trump card that that um, unfortunately Phil Parkinson has got is we're still in the middle of this supposed takeover. We're still in the middle of you know they don't know what the government bailout's going to be for football at the different levels. Um, would anybody force change when? We're in all of that uncertainty, mm-hmm. you know. So parky out might be something that'll start picking up. Um, but you know, people want rid of the club, you know, for reasons that they've elaborated on a little bit. Some of which make sense, some of which don't. Um, I I, I agree, you know. I I did say previously, I don't care if we lose this, but we need to lose it in a manner that allows us to grow and blossom in different ways. Mm-hmm. And today we didn't blossom. We were embarrassing, yeah. you know. I had my shirt on all day this afternoon, and I just chucked it in the dining room <laughs> to come and do this ca- this podcast. It's happened the last three years as well, hasn't it? The FA Cup's only rubbed your mouth. It's happened it's the last terrible. three years, and the cup where we've, we limped out the walls all two years ago, which I think it was a replay, wasn't that was the second round? At least we got for, at least we got the second round then, and then the last two years we lost to Gillingham, uh, where we were absolutely diabolical at home, and then lost one 0 away, and then today where we've been. Shocking. So it's, it's it would be, it would it, no. You're right, and 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 it would be better, right, if he just said, "Look, I'm treating the cups with absolute minor kind of priority. Let's get the bands out. Let's mm. give them a run. Let's see what different options we've got in different parts of the field." Um, he went for a hodgepodge mix of a team. They didn't click. They didn't play. They didn't turn up. And we're at home, you know. Um, I read earlier on that Cluffy has never lost since 2018 when he first started managing. You know he. He did what he did with Burton, and and you know he's always at least got a draw. He's yeah. going to be absolutely over the moon, and I've got a lot of time for the lad. Don't mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, um, but it's uh, it's not it's it's just not good, really, is it? No. Okay, well let's get on to the player ratings, which I'm sure will be a barrel of laughs, just like the first uh, fifteen <laughs> minutes or so this conversation has been. Um, <clears throat> Remy Matthews and I would say uh, didn't have a great deal to do. He didn't fuck up for once. No. Uh, so there's a there's a positive. He nearly did in the first. Was it the first ten minutes when he when he went out yeah. to punch a corner onto their lad's head? Um, but Barlat, uh, he did actually. He actually made a good save as well in the second half when their lad drove through. It was a kind of good save for him. I've given him. I've given him a five just because I don't think he had like I. I can't give him any more because he hasn't kept a clean sheet or anything like that. But hasn't particularly done anything wrong to lead to a goal. So that's probably getting better for him. But still, he he worries me anyway. Yeah, I went with the six. Um. Malk McFadzian, next up, I'll let you have him. Uh, like you said, he had a great debut, but what mark would you give him out of 10? So first off, I gave him a 7. I thought he was our best outlet down the left. You know, he Diamond didn't do a lot in the first half. He was a bit quieter than McFadzian was. Mm. Second half, I gave him a 6, and then obviously he was subbed off um, partway through the second half. Rightly so, you know, he's he's been released from another club. He isn't fully match fit, even for a game against Mansfield Town. Um, but so I, I'd I'd give him if we're allowed decimals I'd give him a six and a half. I thought he had a a strong debut and like I said in the build up, um, you know it gives me a lot of confidence that if we have an issue with you and he's had a couple of injuries, you know we've got an option. Mm-hmm. You know he, he how how he performs at League One or or other standards is to be seen, but he did well today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up is Tom Flanagan. I'll take that nice easy one. I think and actually I say a nice easy one. We were talking off air, Malk, and I said I thought he did. He was all right, not too bad. Um, so I gave him a six, but I've got a feeling you lads might not agree with that. Um, I just don't know if he did too much wrong. I don't think 
Me, me thinking behind this is with all three of the centre halves really is that <coughs> I don't think Mansfield troubled us a lot. A lot. Um, Flanagan gave a Flanagan performance for me. He was he was all right, but he had the a few stray passes in there. Um, but much of a muchness at the back, so that's why I've given him a six. Yeah, I didn't write down that's... any howlers, uh, but he had a <laughs> he had a steady he had a steady game. A uh, couple of good passes, one in the first half to Grig where we forced a corner. Couple of saves, you know, he he, he put a good tackle in the first half after. Um, Dobby the house elf managed to lose the ball, um, and uh, and yeah, he, he had a he had a steady game. I, I don't disagree um, with the score in there. I thought he was quieter in the second half, but then the whole team was. You know, they just weren't yeah. at it. Cool. Let's blast through the rest of these defenders and Ant Connor McLaughlin. Yeah, uh, I've given him a seven. Actually, I thought he was come considering he was playing the central like the Bailey Wright position. I thought he did really yeah. well today. Um, I would. Honestly, be tempting. Now we're talking about like Flanagan here, but when we're all because obviously they're both not there next week, but I'd be sorely tempted to play him instead of Flanagan because I think he's a better defender than Flanagan. Well, he's, you know, he's what yeah. he does defensively, he does well. So I've 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 went for seven. Yeah, couldn't disagree. I think he played really well today. He was one of the shining mm. lights of the of the performance. I would say, uh, Dion Sanderson, Malk, not much to write home about. I would say not a great deal. No. He was a Mister Five. Yeah. Um, you know, early in the first half, he put the keeper under pressure a bit with a dodgy back pass. Um, but then he had a couple of good tackles. There was a good cut-out pass on the 31st, 32nd minute. Um, and he put a really good cross into Will Grigg midway through the second half, about 65 minutes in. Um, but, I mean, obviously, neither of them resulted in a goal. Otherwise, we wouldn't be as fed up as we are today. But, yeah, he, he was a five for me. He had a steady game, and he's building his capability up well. Yeah. Jack Diamond for me, uh, seven. I give him a seven in both halves. Just think, um, one one negative to his performance for me, and it's a slight one really. But his final ball wasn't always great. Um, it was it was hit and miss. But the fact that he was taking his man on consistently and and getting mm-hmm. past them and, and delivering a ball gives me cause for optimism. And and you've probably got to give him credit for the fact that he's playing out of position again. It's yeah. whenever he plays, he's playing wing back, which I know isn't. At times, too different to the position he's probably used to playing. Uh, but it's basically a winger with defensive responsibility. But I just think that uh, he makes the best of it when he does play. And every time I see him, I just kind of want to see a little bit more of him. And the, yeah. the problem is, is really, yeah. is that he's not getting enough chances. So yeah, seven, seven out of ten for me. Uh, Dobson next up, and I think it is Ant. Well done. Oh, wonderful. Good stuff. Dobby the house elf's a great shout, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I don't think he was as bad in the second half as he was the first. thought first half he was absolutely shocking. Um, but he's just... He's a player I don't particularly want to see in a red and white top, to be honest. I'd rather see Dan Neal than, than George Dobson, because I don't think George Dobson's any good. Mm. Um, and, you know, he's, and that's probably not down to him. It's just his, you know, his ability as a footballer isn't great. His passing's... Not great, you know. The only thing that really makes him stand out is a ridiculous haircut, isn't it? So, even though today, yeah, first half, he was shocking. Um, I had him as a three in the first half, so I've rose up to a four, just because in the second half, I thought his passing was a little bit better. Um, I thought he was maybe just a little bit better than power, but we'll we'll go into power le- next. Um, but that's really not saying much, to be honest. So, I've, I've oh. went four. I'm sorry if that's harsh. That's no, not harsh at all, no. mate. No. I give him a four, <laughs> that's too. That's not harsh. Um, oh, good. Max Power Milk. Uh, yeah, he's he's invisible. I'm sorry, Gav, but you know what does he do? He's a crab. We've 
Who we've talked actually, about this. he's a bad crab because normally when you call a footballer a crab, it means he only pass sideways, but he can't even pass sideways. Mm. He's, yeah, I'd I mean, rather have the max power of the Simpsons playing for us than max power. Yeah. To be honest, listen, you can blow up a bloody nuclear reactor, wouldn't you? Yeah, <laughs> right. no. So in the first half, I gave him a four, and I thought that was generous. In the second half, I gave him a three. I think I wrote down his first forward direction pass was on the fifty seventh minute. You know, and this guy was. You know, when we first got this lad involved, he was shooting from the edge of the box. He was he was really a, a proper attacking midfielder, and I don't know what's happened if it's what he's being asked to do or whatever. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'd I'd, I'd give him a, a three and a half. Um, loads of wasted possession. Um, you know, loads of ambitious. He's looking for the miracle pass when he can't play the simple one. Just mm. keep it simple, son. You know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, three and a half for me, and I, I could bang on about how bad he's been all day, but I'm going to stop. I, I'm, I actually had him as two two out of ten at half time, and I marked him up with a four, and I've got no idea why. I just think I didn't want to be too nasty uh-huh. about him. Just stuck yeah. with a two for me. Just, like. just shit. <laughs> I like. I'm just yeah. sick of defending. Even in the eighty-eighth minute, you're right, Gav. Even in the eighty-eighth minute, right? I wrote down. He gave the ball away when we're desperate to try and get an equaliser and keep the game alive. He gave the ball away mm. three minutes from the end of the game. You know. Yeah. He's trying to pass it backwards as well. Trying to pass it backwards. I, I don't as you well. You just, you just can't pass it backwards in the eighth he, minute. He's the captain. Sort yourself out, son. You know, it's, it's mm. just not acceptable. Yeah. Go on, take a drink of that beer, Malk. You deserve it. Go on. <laughs> See, you're itching to get a mouthful there. Uh, right. CM, Chris McGuire, that's me. Crap. Two out of ten. Just don't want to talk about it. He just looked like he couldn't be bothered today, and that's why he went off. Uh, next one, Will Grey Gant. Yeah, uh, I've given him a five. Um, might be slightly harsh. Nah, I don't think fine. we didn't play it to his to his strength, which we never do. But it would have been nice to see him kind of move about a little bit more. It was he kind of reminded us more of last season's Will Grigg than what pre-season Will Grigg we saw, where he was very sharp. But he he rolled his man a couple of times. But yeah, I can't give him any more than a five. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Danny Graham, Malk. Uh, wow. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Can I give him a word instead of a number? And that would be wasteful. Um, yeah. You know, all the chances that dropped to our our team, especially in the first half, you know, he hit the post in the eighth minute, which I thought was unlucky. He hit the bar in the 11th minute. Um, you know, he, he got a yellow card half an hour in and I think that killed his game. He bottled it. You know, he, he didn't he didn't really go for it anymore. Not that what he did was, was good enough. He should have scored in the second half. He had another poor touch, 50-odd minutes in. Um, I had him five for the first half, and I put him down for three or four for the second half, and then he was subbed off, so I'd, I'd round that up to a four and a half at best. Um, you've got to be taking the opportunities. What, all the criticism of Wyke, he's scoring, and Graham just didn't, so yeah, end off. That, that's it, yeah. I mean, I'd give him a two, because I just... Although, the, the two is for his movement, because he the one thing about Danny Graham is he gets in good positions. He's just a hopeless finisher. Um, I'll quickly rattle through the subs so we can get this finished I've got Charlie White as a 5 which is probably generous but he did have a header Embleton I've given a 6 he did actually alright I just don't think he was on the pitch long enough and O'Brien less said about him the better really he's got a 4 off me and I'm probably being kind again I just He's a dud, like he really is. I, I don't, I don't like, I don't like to be harsh about new signings until I've seen them properly, and I feel like I've seen Aidan O'Brien properly. Um, I'm gonna ask you both for a rating for the manager because we were asked to do this, and I thought, why not? <laughs> and I think today is probably a good 
time to do it. Who's who's asked us to do that? <laughs> Somebody on social media asked. You know, it, was, oh. it was a fan letter. That was it. It was a fan letter. It was a fan, a fan letter. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, somebody asking us to maybe include manager ratings, and I don't think we've always done it, but we'll we'll try it again today. We did it once or twice. Mm, I mean, yeah. we'll, for, in, the, in the interest of fairness, we'll do it from here on in. Um, party rating and out of ten, two, two, and that's been generous. Yeah, I would agree. Two, two and a half. Just tactically flat, uh, substitutionally nonsensical, um, and uh, yeah, the the only cop out we give him is did he want us out of the cup? If he did, then well done, but two and a half. Well, he gets a zero from me, just terrible. <laughs> um, right, okay, we'll, we'll end things there. Thank you, lads, for joining us. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you don't want to jump off the weir bridge, whatever, because we're so depressing. I'm sorry, I really am sorry, but it is impossible to be good about that today. We were shocking from start to finish. And I feel better for having this conversation. I'm off yeah. to go and get pissed. At least we're honest, eh? At least well, we're honest. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm <laughs> going to have to have a good drink to try and forget about it. Totally avoid mm. the FL show. And then on Tuesday night, pay another Won't tenner. Be on, it was a cup. Well, yeah, and then pay another tenner on Tuesday <laughs> and watch thing. us play Fleetwood in the trophy, which I'm sure. Um, which will is be another thriller. dead rubber, isn't it? Well, yeah, it'll I mean, be another it'll thriller. Die. It'll be another thriller, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, cheers, lads, for, for joining us. And uh, everybody. Join us back here over the weekend. I think uh, Connor's got a group of lads together to talk about uh, this game in more detail. So, yeah. That's going to be a happy clap, isn't it? Yeah. If you want to hear even more about Mansfield beating us in the FA Cup, then be sure to tune in. And we will catch you all down the road. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.